1: 727 Beck. Welcome. Uh, we are uh, happy to have you here. I'm more indifferent. Really? Yeah, I'm, uh, not really. I'm neither here nor there on it. So you'd be just as happy if they uh, weren't even watching. Uh, that's about where I stand. Really? On it? Yeah, I'm kind of wishy-washy on this particular issue. Jeffy, how about you? You don't care. I give a crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because, uh, oh, you know, uh, we, we will sit here and do this show, whether you're mm-hmm. here or not. Um, that is true. You know, we will sit here and do this, to, this show to zero listeners. We've done it before. I we'll prefer do it again. to be doing it for a reason, frankly. Um, you know? I mean, again, I'm indifferent. Are you? <laughs> All right. Uh, Ebola-free nurse. Amber Vinson is now leaving the Atlanta hospital. So she's so much better that she's actually leaving the hospital now. That's great. We first heard that she was Ebola-free and they took her out of uh, the isolation unit. Uh, is, that's okay. Uh, and now we hear that uh, she's so Ebola-free that she's actually leaving the hospital. And I guess returning to, is she returning to Dallas? Uh, she's re- being released today. Uh, she's 29. She was admitted to the hospital's serious communicable disease unit on October 15th. So it's now the 28th. So about two weeks, about two weeks to get over this. It's interesting because we, is there a degradation of this disease? Um, and I, I haven't heard anything about that and I've not seen that in any of the medical reporting, but I, you know, we're told is 70% um, uh, death, death rate. rate. And what we're seeing here as cases started in the United States, a 0% death rate. Which is great. Which I, is great, and I'm really excited about it. But, yeah. are, you know, they tell us it's 70%. Is that just because the health care in Africa is so poor? It, maybe. Or maybe because you're getting it right from the source yeah, of it? Man, maybe it's you like know, you're, because I, it's second or third generation, it's weaker? I, I, it's I don't a, know. I don't understand that because it does seem, again... Maybe we're just maybe we're lucky here and, and, you know, we haven't seen anything. But, you know, so far, every case that started in the United States, the person has lived. That's yeah. And that's wonderful. That's great. So far, That's how you want it to be. Uh, Washington Free Beacon says U.S. Ebola commander, uh, the commander is quarantined by Pentagon. So Major General Daryl A. Williams, who was appointed the head of the U.S. Command Center in Liberia, coordinating the. Response to Ebola. There was isolated, along with several other Americans over the weekend. The general's plane was met on the ground by Italian authorities in full CDC gear. Uh, Williams and the others will now be monitored for 21 days at a uh, U.S. military compound in Italy. I would suspect they knew that before they went over there. Would you? Would you think so? You'd think so. I would hope they knew about this before they went. And they're, you know, when they were given the assignment, they were probably told. You know, maybe not. I don't know. But you would think they'd be told, by the way, when you come back, you're going to have to spend some time uh, in isolation be a monitor. And I I can't get over this. And we did this story yesterday of the the nurse, the same thing. It's like we kind of are requiring you to not only be as dedicated to go over to Liberia, but also be uh inconvenience for three weeks afterwards that's sort of part of the package deal if you want to go over and fight ebola in west africa it only makes sense to me you might say well that's going to stop people really are people so so they're dedicated enough to -hmm. go to west africa and and, chance it and 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 chance it and walk around Mm. through the most uh, like uh, destructive disease known to man for months at a time but where they draw the line is three weeks in isolation Coming I'm not back. willing to protect my friends and family and countrymen from it. Right. What a really? weird stance that is. I don't yeah, that. I don't, believe I, that. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. Look, you know, no one likes it. I'm sure coming back, you feel like you don't have the disease, which, of course, every other person also feels like when they do have the disease. Mm-hmm. But they feel like they don't have the disease. They come back and they say, I just want to go bowling. I just want to go get some soup. Hey, I just want to go on Pat Gray's uh, licking tour of New York City. <laughs> and the issue there is no... It's a good tour. It is a good tour. It's a good, many people want to go on it. I know. A lot, well, you do wow. a lot of railings. Yeah. Uh, yeah big railings. Because really uh, you pick up transit. a lot of gum on them. Yep. Oh, yeah, you yeah. do get a lot of gum. A lot of already chewed gum, so, so it's, it's great. It's railings, mm-hmm. mass transit. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, curbs uh, curbs are, are big a lot of curbsides elevator handles like uh, the, are the buttons elevator railings buttons. of the mm-hmm. of staircases yep so and it's I like, think of all the wonderful tastes oh Dude. my gosh it's, it's, <laughs> it's you want flavor. to open up your mind a little bit it's a flavor festival yeah yeah so. it's great <laughs> i recommend it highly mm-hmm. i honestly do it's it's great mm-hmm. uh so yeah you you got to try it at least once or you haven't lived frankly Uh, But, yeah, you're going to you're going to want to uh, you're going to want to protect people when you come back and you're going to say, okay, yes, I'm going to submit to that because I don't want to infect the whole stinking country. That only stands to reason to me. Meanwhile, Australia has imposed a visa ban on Ebola hit West Africa states. Isn't that kind of what we've been talking about? Hmm. And we've been told, no, no, that's going to make it so much worse. You want to spread this disease everywhere, you go ahead and impose a travel ban. They're what? doing a visa ban, which just... is a visa ban. So if you have a visa Seeming... from one of those countries, you're not going to Australia. Right. 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 <laughs> Australia became the first rich nation to impose a visa ban on the affected countries. Uh, the means blanket... they would not be giving visas to people from that, from that area to come to and be, you know, work in Australia, right? Yeah. So so that's uh, that's actually more than we've asked. Probably more. Uh, We have not asked for that. Uh, You know, we just said, you know, travel, uh, travel them, which I guess would it would have a similar effect. I don't know. I don't know exactly what the the distinction is there. um, uh, But isn't this just sensible? Isn't this just isn't this basic countries like, you know, Zambia and Zimbabwe are doing this even. You know, this is very basic. And, you know, look, it's not hateful. It doesn't mean, hey, we don't like you people. It doesn't mean we even, like, you know, Senegal is Ebola free. Are you cool with people coming here from Senegal? Um, They're Ebola free. Yes, I'm cool with that. Yes, I'm cool. Now, when they start getting more Ebola cases, I'm cool with Egyptians coming here. I am cool with South Africans coming Mm -hmm. here Mm -hmm. because those are Ebola free. As far as we but Liberia, countries. no, because they're Liberia, black, right? Liberia, no because, no, because they have the, the Ebola. The Ebola, that's the mm-hmm. distinction you're that's making. The now I understand. I thought it yeah. was color of skin. But no. But no. I'm talking, I'm talking actual okay. color of mm-hmm. that thing, this thing behind us, mm-hmm. that is a little squiggly uh, DNA strand spaghetti. of Ebola. And why it banned spaghetti? I'm really um, worried about that specifically, mm-hmm. rather than the color of people's skins. And yet, and yet... Uh, here's what Ugandan government spokesman Afwono Opando said. I, this is this is how they guilt you into not doing this. How would Al Sharpton pronounce the name, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> Afwono Opando. off op, opino, o piston, op, opand. No no. no. no, Al. No, Al. No. Uh, he says Western countries are creating mass panic. Which is unhelpful in containing a contagious disease like Ebola. He said, if they create mass panic, this fear will eventually spread beyond ordinary people to health workers or people who transport the sick, and then what will happen? Entire populations will be wiped out. Mm. So he is, saying, he is saying that this move by Australia will wipe out entire populations. He's gone a little bit further than even our officials have have Uh, gone. Interestingly enough, a one population... The fear will spread to... No, fear will not wipe out an entire population. Interestingly enough, if it does wipe out a population, it won't be Australia's. Uh, because they have a travel ban. And that's right. why you have a travel ban to protect your citizens. Uh, in this particular incident, instance, of course, it, it's ridiculous logic. What, listen to this again. If they create mass panic, right. this fear okay. will eventually spread. The fear uh, will, will the fear, spread, not the disease. Not the disease, the fear will eventually spread among okay. ordinary people to, to health workers. So the health workers are going to be afraid. They're going to be afraid. Then, Or people who transport the sick. So those so are gonna health gonna be workers. Afraid I guess too. they're just cab drivers that pick up sick people. Right. And, and then, then what, what will happen... happen Entire populations would be wiped out. <laughs> that makes absolutely what? no sense. Uh, no sense at all. Uh, that is uh, borderline no. Jeffy logic. There. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's low level, uh, low level. <laughs> um, so, uh, speaking of low level logic, uh, Josh Ernest is on the case. Ed Henry was asking about. Oh, so good. we sent all these troops over to uh, to to fight this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's happening when they come back? Are they quarantined? How are we dealing with that? Watch.
0: What is the president's view about whether returning troops should be in a 21-day quarantine? Uh,
2: again, we will let the again. Department of Defense uh, make an announcement about what they think right. is the best but manner moving how can forward.
0: The commander in Chief send U.S. troops basically into the hot zone without a policy
2: on, on when wow. they come
1: home. Good question.
2: Whether or not they're in quarantine. Good how question. could that have not been decided before? Uh, because uh, what we are seeing here, Ed, is we are seeing this administration put in place the policies that we believe are necessary to protect the American Mm. people and to protect the American troops. Uh, And we're gonna let science drive that process uh, and as soon as we have a a policy
1: to announce on this we'll let you know. Wait, what? I think what he said there was basically cuz. Yep. Because? Really bad. Why why don't you have a plan? A legitimate question from Ed Henry. Why didn't you have, wait a minute, how could you send troops into a hot zone when you didn't have a plan? And his answer was Because we didn't have a plan, but we're going to have a plan eventually. Was that kind of can we see that one more time? I want to make I want to see if we can try to make sense of that, because that's not a a reasonable answer. I mean, and I know it never is, (laughs) but this is bizarre. Watch watch the question again.
0: And answer. What is the president's view about whether returning troops should be in a 21-day quarantine?
2: Okay. Uh, again, we will let the Department okay. of Defense uh, make an announcement about what they think is the best manner okay. moving How can forward.
0: commander-in-chief send U.S. troops basically uh-huh. into the hot zone
2: mm-hmm. without a policy uh, no on policy. when they come home? How can he do it? Whether or not they're in quarantine. How could that have not been decided before? Mm. Uh, because okay. uh, what we're seeing here, Ed, is we are seeing this administration put in place... The policies that we believe are necessary to protect the American people and to protect the American troops. And you uh, and thought we're going to protect American troops by not having a policy? Uh, and as soon as we have a, a policy okay. to announce on this, we'll let you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Okay, because because we thought that having a policy would not protect a, American would protect American troops. Wait a minute. What? We, we thought that not having a policy. Nothing fights Ebola like indecision, like not having a policy. If you can, if, the pro, if Ebola feeds on decisions. <laughs> Ebola feeds on policies. So the longer you withhold true. those, uh-huh. d- those decisions, the Ebola that's will, true. will. I don't, just don't try to get there. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't. Words. Is it just me, on or is that not accurate? Is, are where Ebola. Lives, lives fastest and most a hundred years for thousands. So if you don't put the words on paper, right. Ebola can't live. Yeah, and okay. thoughts about issues like you're discussing also create help the virus, panic, rep- which kills entire populations. Panic and uh, yes. <laughs> so what he said as well. All oh, the so. answers to these I mean, questions, unreal. which make absolute sense, uh, are. But- Unbelievable. Yeah, and uh, Unbelievable. And so it, it, in there, worked in there, was the typical way they get out of everything, which is we are going to let science um, uh, guide this process. We, we are not going to make any decisions ourselves. What we're going to do is to say whatever a scientist tells us we're going to immediately do with no thought about it. Uh, about the repercussions outside mm-hmm. of with the scientists, who were by the way, not mm-hmm. trained at well, all in the field of public policy, which is what we're supposed to be doing. Um, but we're just going to take whatever mm-hmm. they say and we're going to do it immediately. And that's interesting because they know every answer. They yeah. obviously know exactly how you pass a bullet. It's sure they might get it themselves because uh, even though it wouldn't make any sense because they're supposed to be the experts and on how to prevent it. And a bunch of them have. But they know for sure, Pat, you put Ebola on a surface, a couple hours later, you can't get it. We know, Back a couple seconds later, it's only mm. when, yeah. when I cut my wrist mm. and I shoot it into your mouth from across the room like Spider-Man. And my mouth actually has to be open. And open. And then you have to drink gallons of the blood yeah. to get Ebola. That's how hard 40, it is. 40 gallons. 40 gallons, gallons of, blood. of blood is the only way. <laughs> However, Except that's not quite accurate. Yeah. Stew? While the disease typically dies on surfaces within hours. Now stop right there. Okay, typically, typically dies within, within hours. hours. Let's say you're bowling. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're on a subway. Let's say you're at a soup restaurant and somewhere. everything on the subway. You know, that pole that you hang on to. Maybe there's a little cut and a little blood comes mm-hmm. out and it lives or on a Or I, I sweat. <laughs> you sweat too much. Who knows? It only normally lives there. For a couple hours. Is that what we've been told to Well, so there's no way uh, no. somebody would come up and touch that sweaty pole. In a couple of hours? In a couple of hours yeah. after I've left. Yeah, a lot of people... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it never happened. You know what that happens to the subway? They just sit there for at least yeah. a day. This is, un- day un- this is understandable for you people in the flyover states <laughs> who don't know how New York works. <laughs> Basically, you go on a subway, you're by yourself, you get yeah. off of it, yeah. and then about 24 hours later, another person gets on that same subway. At they- the earliest. At the earliest. Yeah, a lot of times those will sit never, there for a week no? before they that's leave a the station. Now, I was in New York than I was in. Really? really? Yeah. What was the New York like there where you different lived? New York. What was it like? What was it what was it like where thousands of people uh, every people. minute are on the subways? <laughs> um, the and everybody's yeah. touching and licking and drinking on the pole. Yeah, I mean, I can't one tell of reasons I had to move out of the way for licking tours. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, that's, right. Well, <laughs> that's <laughs> acceptable. Okay, All okay, right, go, go ahead. ahead. Lick the seat. Uh, dur- <laughs> but however, it's only usually a few hours during tests. However, the UK's mm-hmm. Defence Science and Technology Laboratory found that Z- the Zaire strain will live on samples stored on glass at low temperatures for as long as 50 days. Okay, that's only about two months, though. That's only a little less than two months, so that's okay. That's true. Am I right? That's alright. At cold temperatures. Right. Who keeps it cold? And you well, might... it doesn't say cold, it says low. It says so low temperature. I don't know what yeah. they mean by low temperatures. Now look, Pat, you might say, well look, they're always doing more uh, study, they're trying to find out exactly what's going on, so maybe they got this new research and they're just telling us about it now. No. The mm. tests were carried out uh, by researchers before the current outbreak in 2010. But the strain investigated is one of five that is still infecting people glo- globally. 39 degrees Fahrenheit okay, 39. Is, is the temperature, which, by the way, would be what about what it is in half of those is a freaking subway trains in New York. Uh, by day 26, viruses from three of the samples were successfully extracted. Uh, by day 50, one sample was still alive. Well, that's interesting because a little bit of warmth kills the virus, then, yeah. uh, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Right. So if it's. You know, 70 degrees or, or you run your hands uh, under warm water, should that should probably kill the virus, right? Yeah, well, and this so is why we, we know... know and that's why you wash your hands. And this is why we know we'll never get Ebola in Texas, because it's too warm. It is too warm. And it, it never it, happened. I'm not sure how that explains the several never people in Texas. Never will happen. <laughs> the several people Don't in Texas. Don't look there. Contracted. Just, the, just the pass disease. on by. Nothing <laughs> to see here. <laughs> Move along, people. Nothing to see here. I, Just an Ebola house. I don't know. I don't know. They don't know anything for sure. They really don't. You can tell they don't know anything for sure on this thing. They don't. And it's scary because it's scary. Uh, they continually do these things like, well, let me tell you some myths about Ebola. You can't live on a surface more than a couple of hours. Uh, right. Actually, I think even the couple of hours thing is frightening, and you haven't been telling so us that. I. We were told it was blood in the mouth or like vomit. Yeah. In your uh, eyes, eyes. there was like eye vomit. Was it was the, only the way most you could difficult. difficult. Get this. If you bathed in Ebola blood while having month. sex with an Ebola victim, <laughs> yes, then maybe you'd get it. That's it. But uh, even then, it's tough. Even then, it's tough. Uh, so only about ten percent of cases. Even doing that, uh, <laughs> and in, including if the Ebola patient you're having sex with is dead. From Ebola. In the,
0: in, the, in the tub of Ebola blood? Yeah,
1: in the tub of Ebola blood. Well, I was surprised when they had the story a few weeks ago about you can get it after they die from the dead person. Yeah, You can still contract it from the dead. Yeah, that's wow. right. Supposedly, a lot of the people wow. in uh, in West Africa are getting it. Someone dies, and they pick up the body to move it yeah. or bury it, and that's when well, they get it. That's what happened to Duncan, right? He carried the nurse. She was And she wasn't quite dead yet. Still alive. But yet. she was still alive. 888 727 Beck where it's more patents, students and really fun Ebola talk, uh, I hope, coming up on the big Show. Probably they think. The program. We, the you sh- know, this broadcasting show. deals that we, we, do, we do so well. Very funny stuff next you do not want to miss. Really? Yes. I guarantee You, you will laugh. This I like uh, from Heather Ann Sirpus. Uh She says, "Ha, has Glenn Beck started Halloween early?" And <laughs> you got Glenn from his little outfit today, with looking like Mister Rogers and uh, uh, Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> there are similarities. I showed this
0: to Glenn on his way out, just saying, hey, uh, "Dude, uh, it's not just me." Yeah, because uh, I was saying something to him earlier about the sweater, mm-hmm. but he uh, was—he went on record as uh, yeah. saying that. Uh, his particular uh, jacket sweater was far superior to Mr. Rogers.
1: Let's see it again. Let's mm. look that, let's um, look at it again. And, and he's probably also, right. I mean, also, I'm sure that's very look, true. The barber
0: couldn't even cut Captain Kangaroo's hair straight. so
1: <laughs> It's true, although I, <laughs> I, I don't, never, don't know. I don't know. I don't know way. that he's any better than Mr. Rogers' sweater. Well, the sweater is a guarantee. Yes, uh, I do, too. Ad pricier. Oh, I didn't. We weren't talking about price. I don't know. No. Mr. Rogers. Quality. We're Mr. talking about. Mr. Rogers quality, wasn't right. a bub. No, but. No, Mr. Rogers is the man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Didn't he win an Oscar, Mr. Rogers? I think an an he Oscar? did. I think he did. I think he was in. Uh, For what? Schindler's List? <laughs> <laughs> be a weird role. Yes, he did win, he an, Oscar did win an Oscar for Schindler's, Schindler's List. List. I, I, I knew it was yeah, something. Yeah, he like played that. the uh, Nazi jailer in that. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So he, was, he was killer in uh, that. He was a really—you wouldn't think a, t- a tough guy would be his role, but that's you know that's what you do. You, yeah, well, you know, he went against—he went against uh, uh, type. He did. He did. So uh, Matthew McConaughey has won an Oscar uh, very recently. I uh, love this, and he has—he's uh, done this ad, uh, and these ads are. We got a really you the ad well first. done. These ads are the Matthew McConaughey ads are the really Lincoln well ads. Done. Yeah, do you like them? Yeah. I, I I'm not a fan, but you might not. I mean, like, they're well done. Yes, they're you're well right. done. Yeah, they're re- I mean, right. there's just you know, they're cinematically well done, and it's yes. an interesting concept. It certainly gets people's attention, and, and generally, uh, I think transmits you know the, the vibe that they want, which is hey, Lincoln's a pretty sweet car. Yeah, they're elite, um, and yeah. they're trying to become elite. And you know when you when you're thinking I'm going to go out and buy a really nice elite car. The first one that comes to mind is probably not Lincoln. Right. And Lincoln would you you say is essentially the Cadillac competitor, right? The GM yes. has Cadillac yeah. and 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 yes. Lincoln Ford has Lincoln. Ford had, and, yeah. and it's a, you know, they're nice cars. A lot of the Lincolns I think are really nice now. I um, starting a few years ago wanted you know. a Lincoln Navigator. Those were nice SUVs. That was you know, Those you were nice. ruined the planet, but right. thanks a lot for that. But I didn't get the Lincoln Navigator. So, uh, but uh, no. but they're nice and I don't know if they even make them anymore but now McConaughey is doing these uh, these Lincoln ads and if you haven't seen them let's bring you up to speed on what they look like
3: sometimes you got to go back to actually move forward and I don't mean going back to reminisce or chase ghosts. I mean going back to see where you came from. Where you been, how you got here. See where you're going. I know there are those that say you can't go back. Yes, you can. Just have to look in the right place. Uh, okay, so
1: he's, he's driving through Austin, and uh, he's driving a Lincoln. And in another one, he he talks about how uh, I drove a Lincoln before uh, before I was paid to drive a Lincoln, and not not to be cool, uh, it's because I liked it. And so they're all in that kind of vein. And then there's one, <laughs> I've only seen it once or twice, where he, uh, a longhorn steer is in the middle of the road. He's out in some backwoods uh, road. Mm-hmm. And he stops in front of this steer because the steer is blocking his path. And rather than drive around him, he's like, okay,
3: you're going to make me drive the long way, huh?
1: All right. And then he drives back you see him leave. go I really, haven't seen life. that one yet. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, they seem a little pointless in some ways, but. Yeah, it's, a, it's an image spot. Like sometimes, yeah, it is. you know, sometimes a commercial is trying to bring to you a specific product at a specific price, and here's what it mm-hmm. does. And sometimes it's this, which is just like, here's our brand. And, and you should like right. our brand because it's high quality. Look at the guy who we have associated with it. We don't even care about telling you anything about the car. You should just like it because it looks cool and it's definitely classic one. Yeah, so that's the vibe. Uh, Saturday Night Live noticed that these, these ads stood out a little bit. Uh, Jim Carrey was the host this weekend, and and, and they poked a little fun at at Matthew.
3: Sometimes you got to go back to actually move forward. And I don't mean go back and reminisce or chase ghosts. I mean take a big step back. Like go from winning an Oscar to doing a car commercial. My agent was like... I could understand if you did this right after the Lincoln Lawyer, that would have made sense. But you don't buy a Lincoln because it makes sense, you do it because you love it, or because you're an Uber driver. I feel safe in here to drive around all night long, contemplating the important questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? When I'm done rolling up this bugger, should I eat it or throw it out the window? Feels good. Like a tiny little tennis ball. Hi there, little fella. Thank you, Vision. <laughs> Very funny. That's
1: really good. Really good. That is hysterical. Then they did another uh, quick one later in the show. With, oh, did they? Yeah, with these kids in the back. Uh, he's like, I don't know, he's contemplating life again. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden the kids are in the back seat saying, what are you talking about? Who are you talking to, Dad? <laughs> he turns around he's like, and he talks to them for a second. Then he turns back around he's like, whose kids are those? And how'd they get in my Lincoln?
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: so That's weird. Funny. Yeah, All right, that's really well done. Yeah. Really well done parody. That's that's funny. But again, like when you have it make an ad that stands out <laughs> enough for this to happen to it, you yeah, probably made a good ad. I mean, yes. people remember it, and and while it's a little bit mockable, it's you mm-hmm. know it still gets a, the message across. I'd like to know if McConaughey is uh, flattered or offended by that. Yeah, uh, that would be interesting, because the, the only thing that I think would possibly offend him was the, the fact that he's doing car commercials after winning an Oscar. <laughs> it is sort of a, <laughs> that is, an odd step a good point, though. That, uh, the, of course, another point that's pretty easy to make is uh, the fact that Jim Carrey uh, hasn't won an Oscar, and right. no one wants him to do a car commercial. True. Uh, so there's a kind of a line there. However, I think this has changed. This is something in our society that has changed. I remember g- growing up... Uh, you know, uh, and, and you know, getting into the high school age and stuff, and you're going through like, you know, I was going through like the grunge era. Mm-hmm. And you know, remember Pearl Jam? He, they didn't want to sell their ticket, their ticket master, because they didn't like the fees associated. All right, zip it, Eddie. <laughs> and like, everyone was like, I will never be associated with a product. I will never sell out. I, will, I won't have my name. Remember, people would criticize Michael Jackson for his Pepsi uh, you know, association back when his hair was getting burned off. That was thought of as a sellout. And it used to be it the mark of your career being over. Over, you were over. giving up. You no longer had credibility as an artist yeah. when you did that sort of crap. That is not the case anymore. Well, I Julia mean, Roberts is doing commercials. Yeah. Uh, you, Matthew McConaughey. You, you do. I mean, and, I, and back in the day, I mean, there were you know big names that did them. Uh, you know, um, uh, you know, you had obviously Joe DiMaggio. I mean, you go back to, yeah. to those days, and of course, athletes have always kind of done that. But now, I, I don't think that there's the stigma associated with it. These guys want their money Um, you know they will uh, you know rock you know artists will go out on tour with sponsored tours and they will take in tons of cash from you know companies Uh, you know it happens all the time and I think that's kind of really what you're seeing here is it's it's not really a huge step back anymore I mean how much money is this guy making for this probably as much as a film he's probably making as much for a independent film he might Mm -hmm. make a few million Mm -hmm. dollars to drive around in a car for a couple of hours. Who the hell's not taking that? <laughs> you know, there was a time where you didn't take it because I will be seen as a sellout. I don't want to be seen that way. I don't that's think they the care. I don't, that's not the way it is. McConaughey has never cared. Because, I mean, he's done commercials in Texas for a long time. A lot of voice stuff. Has he done a lot? Yeah. On ca- a lot uh, no, not on camera. Yeah, it's usually but voice a lot, stuff. A lot of voice work. Yeah. It's amazing. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too coming up. Got a little booger around. Uh, throw it at Jeff. Throw it at Jeffy Throw it at Jeff and make him <laughs> and about the climate is the
4: weather
1: channel. That's who 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 doesn't know anything. They don't know anything about it. You know, don't confuse uh, uh, climate with weather. No. Or weather. Well, unless it agrees with your view on climate change. Yes. Then that's the only time. Like, if mm -hmm. you see, let's say, a heat wave, mm -hmm. that obviously means global global warming. warming. And then, uh, conversely, if you see a snowstorm in the winter. Uh, climate change. Climate change. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. So it's either uh, catastrophic global warming or mm-hmm. catastrophic climate change. Or you know what else it could be? Is increase in frequency and ferocity of hurricanes and tornadoes or, oh. or uh, lack thereof. Or lack thereof. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, those would that also be catastrophic. Now, if you don't see, if you see warming trend, that's obviously global, global warming. warming. Now, if there's a pause, that's climate change. Right climate change Uh, you're right that's definitely it and if there's a bunch of situations that are are you know would would prove the opposite of each other Mm -hmm. it's a uh, climate chaos chaos Mm -hmm. yes uh for instance if you have a drought in one place where there has been droughts but there's another one now mm -hmm. and then there's a lot of rain in another place Mm -hmm. what is that that's chaotic right that's chaos it's climate chaos (laughs) yeah it's not i mean the climate I mean certainly does that all the time but we right. feel like it's chaotic if we, we just feel it the right way. like yeah cuz yeah. cuz it's happening all over what if there's a fire somewhere yes yeah. obviously climate chaos now somebody who doesn't understand this somehow is this lunatic oh my guy who so founded stupid. the weather channel so stupid john Coleman. what a what a nut there's job a guy this guy is, who huh? doesn't know what he's talking about as far as weather is concerned it's the founder of the weather channel <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? It's, a, it's an interesting statement. Like, would you mm-hmm. would you take golf lessons from the founder of the golf channel? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> oh, my God. Would you listen to to hints about the NFL from the founder of the NFL Network? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So stupid. Uh, come so, on. So what if you stupid. wanted to know about Glenn Beck? would you go to the head and founder of the blaze no (laughs) no (laughs) so stupid Mm -hmm. his name is john coleman and here he is talking about global warming on the fox news channel
4: well it's very difficult for anybody to be against it because the media Mm -hmm. has told the nation over and over again day after day for 20 years that the oceans are rising the polar bears are dying the See, uh, the ice is melting, that storms are going to sweep the earth, and that we're all going to die of a heat wave. I mean, this is an incredible, bad, bad science. Well, there are 9,000 PhDs and 31 scientists who have signed a petition that says it is not a significant greenhouse gas. Oh, it's a teeny, teeny, bitsy greenhouse gas, but it's not in any way significant. And we are sure of it. The Antarctic ice cap is at an all-time record high in both coverage and thickness. And the Arctic ice cap at the North Pole is at the highest it has been in several years. It's in its so-called normal range since we got satellite observations that could measure it. So not only is the ice not melting, more polar bears are alive and happy today than we've had in 100 years. Life is good, Miss. Miss Kelly, i got to tell you, life is good.
1: (laughs) Nice. He even knows the uh, polar bears are happy. They are happy. I I knew there were five times as many as there used to be, but I (laughs) didn't realize they were were all happy. They're all happy. Well, I mean, (laughs) that's (laughs) not to say all of them. There's a few that are suffering from uh, seasonal affective disorder oh boy really there's, there's yeah. three there's oh, three polar bears <laughs> and they don't like it about half the year but other than that people are they are happy uh and mm. and and, and uh, polar bears are pretty happy also noticed um and this is certainly no knock to uh john coleman uh but uh, megan kelly is better looking than him uh yeah megan kelly is better looking than almost anyone on the planet <laughs> it's kind of kind of took that from that clip that yeah. was uh yeah. one of the things i noticed uh there and uh yeah. Yeah, but what about these guys behind us? Look at how good-looking, um, you know, that's they are. Can you get a shot? Of, look at, that. Look at not, that. That's not good. <laughs> that's,
3: that's
1: not a good-looking crew. No. I will tell you that. No. Uh, but, but, and mm. Look at that. See? Mm. Uh, Weather Channel uh, co-founder Eww. saying that climate change is a hoax, and he's been saying that for a really long time. Yeah. And so what do they say about him? He's a kook. He's insane. He's an extremist. I mean, really, the co-founder of the Weather Channel is a kook and a a freak, and he's insane. Um, Australian researchers have modeled the future of humanity, and apparently it's somewhat depressing. Australian researchers have uh, modeled the likely trajectory of the human population under a number of different scenarios to see if we have any chance of living a sustainable uh, future. And apparently the bad news is that even... Uh, global one-child policies and pandemic diseases wouldn't cut population numbers enough to sustain our way of life. I don't buy into this one iota. Nope. Not one iota. Nope. They've, these, these have existed for as long as science has been science and yep. they will always say we can't have more people and yet the Earth. Continually figures out a way to sustain life for these people, uh, you know, through technological advancements, through other other things that we didn't understand previously. uh, And you know, this is this is ridiculous. It's been proven wrong so many times. So many. And of course, if you're, I think, if you're a person of faith, it's even more ridiculous. Like it's ridiculous based just on the science and just on their results. I love that point because what was the very first commandment? If you're spiritual, if you're, if you believe in God at all. What was the very first commandment given by God to humans? It was something about English muffins. (laughs) No. (laughs) Surprisingly, that was third. <laughs> that was the, the English commandment. The English muffin commandment was third. Because you have to toast. Thou shalt yeah, you toast. You have to. You, have you to. can't Engl- eat and you English. You have, have to toast. Toasting it, it, it extra crispy. You too. have to. You thou have to. shalt toast English muffins. Yes. Which the, what was, was the first one? So many wackos have taken that farther <laughs> where you have to toast everything. I, that's crispy. not true. It right? just insane. said English muffins. You don't that's have to. It. You don't have to like toast the bread for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. He never said that. That's true. So multiply and replenish. Multiply and replenish the earth uh, was the very first command. So, and again, like I think when you get to that point, he there, didn't say multiply and replenish the earth until you get to a billion. <laughs> until it's a big scary number, then stop. Then stop it because I can't handle it. big numbers. I can't handle it. God, too many, too many people. I can't feed you all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> OK, now, if you get to one and a half billion, I'm really going to be pissed. OK, so don't. <laughs> don't. Yeah, that's not he that's not how it didn't say that. He didn't put a number on it. He didn't tell us to stop. And we have more food than we've ever had now that can feed more people than have ever been fed. The, you know, mm. this is something, you know. They've been doing uh, this since uh, as long as I can remember. Um, but particularly the 1960s and 70s were huge yeah. anti-population growth uh, population decades. bomb uh, uh, silent Spring uh, th- oh. those those ridiculous pieces of trash that held our country back for so long and wound up being completely wrong yeah completely wrong utterly disproven these books predicted things you know uh, that we would run out of food there'd be no fish left in the ocean we'd all you know population would have mm-hmm. to be cut by 80 percent all these absurd claims and somehow they're still held in reverence and inter- by the left they are yeah. and the interesting thing is you look back and you see the population then and it was about uh i don't know what was it two and a half three billion we're at seven billion now so it's it's more than doubled mm-hmm. since those days and we're feeding more people and there's less people dying of hunger than ever before. before yeah it's, it's a miracle. I, again, we talked about miracles yesterday, and these are the sorts of miracles I think you can take all the time. Yeah. And this is stuff that shouldn't – maybe it's from a scientific perspective it shouldn't be possible. Then isn't maybe. that proving that something else is at work here? You want to go down that road, I'm fine yeah. with it. Yeah. I mean, you know, it really is amazing what has happened here, and it's not – you know, like you, you might believe it's just, hey, you know, a bunch of humans, are really smart and they're figuring stuff out. That's great. You want to believe that? That's fine. I happen to believe it's a little bit more than that. But, uh, you know, here, to fear more people, what kind of horrific person do you have to be to root against more people being alive? I, it's it's inexplicable to me the argument makes no sense yet they continue to make it as if it's this humanitarian position well and you've come up with an inter- interesting stat a few times uh about hawaii right is it the big island uh, it's See? i think it is maui or is it maui <laughs> is it i think it's maui Hold on, which is second. not the biggest of the hawaiian islands by the way it is not uh here it is <laughs> Hawaii is the biggest of the islands. Around the time the world hit the milestone of 7 billion people in October 2011, The Economist published an article about global uh, uh, demography, demography that uh, revealed some very surprising uh, uh, facts. Here it is. First, to put the human population in perspective, 9 billion people, which is the predictor. This is not what we have now, but 9 billion. It's a projected so population 2 in 2050. So 2 billion more than we have yep. right now. Um, c- they could fit shoulder to shoulder on the island of Maui. Shoulder to shoulder. Now, look, that's you're at a concert, right? On the island of Maui. On, on the island of Maui. Nine billion people <laughs> on the island of Maui. Of and, like, so, so you if know. you had a huge country like the United States of America, let's say, just the mainland, yeah. and you spread us out equally over the land, we'd probably have plenty of room. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, I mean, if you put, I mean, just taking it and spreading it out, like how we look at, uh, I always think of the, uh, what is it Coruscant uh, in, uh, I oh, say, yeah, to I yeah. say croissant because I'm hungry, but it's, I think it's Coruscant In Star Wars, mm-hmm. one of the, I think episode two. Where the whole planet, the is, whole one, planet is one big one city. Big city. You live like that. I mean, you can remember shoulder to shoulder means no floors. So you're all on land. Every single foot is on land. And you can fit the entire population in 2050 of this globe on Maui. So you want to go a little bit further than that? Incredible. We don't live like that. We build. If we wanted to build cities, we'd build them up. Mm-hmm. You know, no one's, you know... Th- So the space is not an issue. Resources, you know, you could argue are more scarce than that, obviously. But, uh, man, do we find a way. It does seem like when we need more resources, we're able to find them. You should see the chart that came out today about uh, oil imports to the United States. They are down to the 70s level because of shale we have yeah. completely fracking, reversed hydraulic drilling fracking shale and those uh, processes we've mm-hmm. completely reversed the idiotic policies of our government for the past 40 years because of this I mean, innovation yeah. because of people working together in, in along with capitalism with a profit motive have reversed government incompetence for half a century this is, you know, again, like these are things that you didn't even think were possible. And this country does them all the time. Uh, and, uh, you know, you just think that maybe people could recognize that and, and, and get on board and say, hey, this is an exciting time. Meanwhile, the Obama administration wants you to uh, carve green energy symbols oh, no. into your Halloween. I'm party. not going yes. to do that. Into your Halloween pumpkins, if you would, please, do. To commemorate National Energy Action Month, we're featuring some scarily effective ways to save energy at home. Nice. And we want you to carve them like this into our pumpkins. Let's see. Okay?
4: Mm.
1: Um, so here's what you can do. Windmills. A couple of good ideas for you. If you're looking for a good idea for your, for your carving enjoyment uh, this week, uh, you're about to see... Some wonder. Oh, there it is. Oh. Energy. Oh. Go. There's a little nuclear thing. There's a windmill. And they're lit up by There's a very a- energy inefficient candle. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. So bad. We need to do our uh, pumpkin carving this year. We're going uh, yeah. we to do that this week. Yes, We should do that Friday. I like that. Yeah. Um, All right. Because we uh, we need to do that again. I have a couple messages I'd like to put in the pumpkin. Maybe they're not so green energy. Okay. Maybe not. All right. Triple eight seven two seven. Back. More Pat and Scoop. Mm-hmm. Come coming Mm-hmm. We're about to show you a despicable case of discrimination. Mm. Thank heaven this did not happen in our great nation. I th- uh, but uh, if it ever did, it's time to close close up shop. But uh, let's just look at it and just just hit you it. with it. We could watch just sit here and, here and try to build it up, but watch. This is uh, a man trying to vote. For a lot of this, there's there's not a lot of sound, uh, but. Uh, Here's Darth Vader pulling up at the vote, voting booth. You'll see he's black, by the way. Mm-hmm. You'll notice right away his color. Mm-hmm. The color of his clothing. Well, at least his clothing and mask. Yeah, are well, black. yeah those are black, yeah. Uh, uh, and he tries yeah. to come in. Why, why is, is he doing this? Walking can, with an entourage. Do you have any idea why? Uh, no idea whatsoever why, but mm-hmm. all he wants to do, all Darth wants to do, his mm-hmm. vote in the ukrainian election that's all he wants to do the man previously known as victor Shevanko Arrived at Kiev polling station sa- Sunday or, uh, Sunday voting, Wow, dressed in full Darth Vader regalia. Along mm-hmm. with other Star Wars characters such as Yoda, Chewbacca, and Palpatine, Vader is running as a representative of the Ukrainian Internet Party. He's actually running, and they wouldn't allow him to vote. Now, <laughs> no. here he is, arguing with the, uh, the poll people. He was uh, denied permission to vote in the Ukrainian elections because he refused to remove his mask. For some reason, they're speaking gibberish there, and you can't, that's, <laughs> it's a language, you, you can't, can't tell what they're saying, because um, they're speaking gibberish, I don't know. Speak, so, right.
3: Some, some kind of computer chip
1: mm. malfunction. Yeah, it is something. Mm.
3: And so there
1: he is, uh, showing his, what is that he's showing, his passport? <laughs> it does <laughs> seem like a passport. His passport or his papers. And, mm-hmm. uh, and they're not, they turn him away. He they says, when, away. when I get to Parliament, I will expel all the deputies. They have proven their uselessness. Computers will work in their place, and they will fulfill their functions without cease. It's a good platform. Really? And then he said, "I am your father." Oh! Oh! Spoiler alert! He's his father. Yeah. Yeah. We forgot was, to say that. was the dad. He was the dad of boy. Yeah. Oh. And then he strangled the person with his mind. So. <laughs> How many times have you strangled someone with your
4: mind? Only
1: three. Only oh, three. Yeah. ...that the Ebola virus is doing to us. Oh, no. It uh, melts your organs. It makes you bleed from your eyes. It Those makes are not you... good things. Those are not positives. Projectile vomit. Uh, horrible I don't like explosive that either. diarrhea. That's not uh, good. Killing yourself no. and others. No. These are all bad things uh, that come from Ebola. However, it's not the worst thing that comes from Ebola. What's the worst thing, Stu? Let's just let Chris Matthews tell you. Okay.
4: Is this the uh, October surprise? You first, Michael. Is this the thing that's going to give the people a little bit of a wind fear at their backs and go, oh, my God, I better vote right? Uh, right wing. I,
3: I, you know, the, the people who are coming out to vote in this election are already voting right wing. So I don't know if it's much of an October
0: surprise. But I will say this. This is going to last through 2016. And it's and it's, oh, uh, I, we're going to hear see. a lot of that between now and then. Joy,
4: I believe fear makes people go to the right. Fear drives oh, people does. to the right. And we've seen it in the 20th century in the worst possible way. But even within our moderate confines what? of politics oh, in really? this country, no, left no, and right not being that far 600. apart.
1: Dumb. I think people drive, are driven to the right when they're afraid. So much here. So you know, you know, you know so Thousands of things. The of fame. And the Douche Hall of Fame summarizes so all of them. <laughs> so but stupid. Would you want to start here, Pat? Uh, yeah. Fear, fear, fear drives people to the right. Fear, fear drives people to the right. We saw that the worst way in the 20th century. What he's talking about there is a Nazi party? Yes. Was News that Ra- flash. That Ra- News Ra- flash for you, Chris. Nazis. National socialists are not right wing, not American right wing. They might be European right wing. They are not American right wing. They are as far left as you can possibly get in this country. That is the dumbest thing. And they do it all the time. The Nazi party. They voted almost exactly the way the communists voted. The communists voted it's the same on. deal. They have red in their flag mm. to attract communist voters because they voted so similarly. Yes. Uh the uh, national socialist socialist party oh, is man. not a right-wing party. No. And I know Glenn makes the distinction because he's diving into, you know, the European way of looking at things, and that's understandable. But that's not what he's looking at. That is not what Chris Matthews is no, looking at. No, he's talking about right Nazis on American right. conservatives. Yeah. yeah no. And, and no, I'm not accepting no. that. That is the be, by far the worst part of that, Glenn. Idiot. Then, um, uh, another part of it. He says, well, uh, he ties Nazism to American conservatism. How many times have we been bitched at about when when we have made a point, again... Well, look what happens. You know, if you keep going down this road, we've seen the worst of this happen, uh, you know, in In Nazi Germany. And that's all you have to say to bring them out. And you have the ADL all over you saying how horrible it is. People are yelling at you all over Mm. the media. How dare you compare uh, anything to Nazism? Now, look, I don't really care if he makes a comparison to Nazism, to be perfectly honest with you. It's just a dumb point. That's where I mean to say they're a right wing Mm -hmm. group is so intentionally dumb that it's 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 hard to overlook. However, I'd like the media to be consistent and trash Chris Matthews now for making a comparison to Nazism. Then, how about the other thing that they do? He's essentially saying that the Republicans uh, are benefiting from Ebola. That's how how low the amount of humanity is here. He's recognizing this as only a political issue, while wow, this scary disease that melts people's organs might be good for Republicans. Oh no! Now I care about it. I mean, that is—it's just pathetic. Yeah, he is—he is the—he is, the, he is he asinine is in the douche hall of fame for a reason. Oh man, really bad. Whew! Um, and Chuck Schumer, uh, who's hey, isn't he also in the douche hall of fame? Yes. Chuck yes, he Schumer is. is. He is. Yes, he, is. Yeah. he is as well. And he is. There's sort of this. Uh, th- there's a denial train, mm-hmm. and they say that uh, they say global warming denialists are on it, but they're not. Who's really on it are people like Debbie Wasserman Schultz and Chuck Schumer, who continually say. Mm-hmm. W- w- Nancy Pelosi is another great example. They we played that uh, um, montage the other day. We got to bring that thing back. Can we bring that back, Andrew? The one where uh, they're talking about running on Obamacare. It's just so good. we got to see that one again. Maybe we can play that for you in a little bit. But here's Chuck Schumer, Douche Hall of Fame uh, member, talking about the Senate and what's going to happen this year. Senator Schumer, you guys are the ones on the defensive here. Uh, We're
5: nine days out. How do you hold the Senate? Well, I think we will hold the Senate. You know, I know all the pundits are saying Republicans will take the Senate. Democrats are going to prove the pundits wrong on Election Day when we keep the Senate. Three reasons. First Mm -hmm. and foremost. Cheating. Economic issues predominate. The <laughs> is in the news. ISIS is in the news. But the average voter, every poll shows far and away, mm-hmm. cares most about economic issues. That's they not tend help to be for Democrats when economic issues uh, like minimum no. wage, have you like equal pay for Czechy? women, no, like not sending jobs overseas predominate. Second, we have a much better Jeez. brown game. You can add two to three points That's at minimum all of them, huh? for each of those races, just about every brown brown one of those game. races. So much if it's better. 44 or 43, we're probably ahead. And third, as Mm -hmm. the race gets down to the final moments, the voters Mm -hmm. focus on the two candidates, not on a national referendum. When the two candidates are compared, almost inevitably, we do better. So economic issues, better ground game, better candidates will put us over the top November.
1: Two of those three things are uh, absolutely wrong, dead wrong. As we've said, Pat, you can get into the Hall of Fame hitting 333, and uh, that is what... He That's hit six, what 67 did. right there. No, I think he went one of three there. He went, oh, yeah, you're right. He didn't win one for three. He yes. won for three. The we ground game is an excellent point. Effie yes. would summarize this as, as Pat did cheating. Um, however, I don't know that that's it. I will say their internet game is much better. Their yep. ground game is much better. They yep. do everything politically better than Republicans all the time. Yes, he's completely right about that. We've seen this in election after election, over and um, over and over. Look at the look at the last poll. I mean, we saw polls uh, where the Republican candidate was favored by two, three, four, or five points. Harry Reid would be out if the polling was even close to true. But the ground game or whatever it was wound up uh, swinging that towards uh, Fraud. Reid. The um, voter Fraud. Right. All that mm-hmm. stuff together does that. I tend to agree with the analysis that if you're a Republican, you need to be up by three, four, five points to really feel at all comfortable. These, some of these races mm-hmm. and, you know, our Senate board is out here today. Um, and, you know, it's you look at it and you see some of these races where, um, you know, Colorado is a great example of this. Colorado is uh, is a is it Colorado Colorado, yeah. I, I, that feels so. Colorado. This, that's this just feels unnatural. Not to me. To me, Colorado. Well, yes, right. because what you're you from think? the east. Right. It's Colorado. Uh, it's Colorado, right? Colorado. 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 Mm-hmm. Colorado. 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 Nevada. Nevada. Go ahead, Colorado people call us in Nevada. 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 I used to say Nevada, uh-huh. and I've converted on that one. That's good. Nevada. Because you Nevada. told me it was that drives right. me crazy when people say Nevada and Colorado. It's Nevada. And Colorado, and it's not Oregon; it's Oregon. Oregon is def- Oregon, definitely yeah. definitely on that one. Okay. Um, so anyway, uh, you see these races, and Colo- Colorado is Colorado. one of those races uh, which where I would talk about this in that it's a it's a close race, a few points uh, for Gardner. He's ahead right now of Udall, but when you look at this it's a democratic leaning state to me mm-hmm. it's, it's and it's it's a state where colorado uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know i mean it's 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 Has a, been it's a purplish it didn't blue used to be that way no uh, in fact bush so, won colorado yeah you know yeah uh, back in the day i think too many californians have moved into colorado oh, yeah. and now it's you know it's turned so i actually don't i mean i as much as i was you know hammering schumer there i think he makes one really good point and secondarily, I think uh, you know I th- I, it's not as sure as you would think. In fact, uh, I'm going to make a couple moves on the Senate board today. Uh, in fact, we're going to go here one, and I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to move Colorado into the middle there. Is that right, Colorado? Not the way you're saying. Okay, and we're going to take Alaska as well. You're and putting while, Alaska in the toss-up area. Yeah, Alaska's weird because. Are you really? Yeah, there's some really strange polling coming out of Alaska right now. Um, Begich, that who's sucks. the Democrat? Yeah, there is no reason no. Re, re, Democrats should win Alaska. Yeah, I will say I'm skeptical of my or own. Should we movement. call it Alaska? Alaska, Alaska. Alaska. Uh, Let's call it Alaska. Alaska is uh, is one of those things. The polling's very strange, and I'm kind of a skeptic of these wow. polls. Two polls have come out showing Begich with huge leads. You've got to be kidding me. Eight, ten points. Now, I don't believe those polls, but it's enough to make you think maybe all of the other polls that have shown uh, Sullivan up by three, four, five points, maybe they're not right. My tendency is to think oh, that those How much would that two are wrong. suck if Republicans lose Alaska? Come on. It's Alaska. Alaska. Uh, you're thinking of baked Alaska, right? But in, yeah, the state is Alaska. Different. So in Colorado, <laughs> uh, is is the Republican ahead or behind now? Uh, co- uh, in Colorado, but he's ahead. I, here, my okay. issue with this, and he has been ahead pretty consistently. Gardner um, makes a, Schumer. Mm-hmm. I mean, makes a good point here on this race, and I think this is the place where it affects it. It's like this is the type of place where Democrats pull out one. They somehow are able to pull out a victory. And you're like, yeah, how the hell did they do that? It does seem like voter fraud. Because no, I don't think poll, is, after but... poll after poll after poll after poll will show the Republican ahead. And sometimes by five, six, seven points. Yes. And then all of a sudden, they win by 14. Oops. Or they win by 11. Or they win, they're went, up by nine. And you're like, what? How did that happen? How many times have we seen that?
0: A ton, right? And we're starting, we have gotten some reports uh, lately on the early voting that uh, some of the machines are having some
1: calibration yeah, issues. I've uh, heard that. Calibration I've I don't think there's enough, honestly. I mean, I believe me, I would like to believe that. It would be fun. It would make the world a simpler place. But I don't think it's voter fraud, fraud. I think a lot of times it is this. I mean, you know how bad. Look at the, the stupid email we got today from, uh, hey, uh, oh, the, yeah. the chairman is, is going to wonder if Keith donated today. It's like they're just not good at it. You <laughs> right. know, like they don't do they're these not. things well. They don't raise money well. No. They don't know what they're doing with this the stuff. Democrats do. The Democrats do. They, they do, do all this stuff well. Uh, and, and, they, and and to be fair to Republicans a little bit, we, we did this with the cable channels. Which cable channel are, are you advertising on? Republicans are advertising on the Golf Channel, the History right. Channel, uh, Fox News Channel. Democrats are voting on, uh, are, are, are running their ads on E! and BET and uh, um, yep. uh, Cartoon Network and Comedy Central, and it's like, well, they're going after entertainment people, people that necessarily aren't necessarily engaged in politics as mm-hmm. much as people who are watching the History Channel and Fox News. And when you do that, you're you're able to, you're more effective. Your your dollars are more effective when you're trying to bring voters to your side because they're not, they don't have. They're not set there. They haven't thought about these issues for endless hours. You know, mm-hmm. we think about talk radio listeners because we live in this world. We think about them as if they're normal people. I got news for you. You're not normal people, talk show listeners. You're not. You're not. You're people who are sitting here for 25 hours a week thinking about issues that most people don't put 25 hours in their entire lifetime into. They, they might think in passing, hear you talking about it. That's their entire exposure to an issue. Uh, you know where you're thinking about this all the time, and sometimes I think we get locked into those, uh, into that world. But anyway, here's the. Uh, That's a pretty good case, but I still say cheating. It's fraud. cheating. All right, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Senate races: 38 coming in with these. You got 40, 42, 44, 46, 47. So we have 47 for the Democrats right now. 49 right now in Republicans. And then 42, 44, 46, 48, 49 for Republicans. Which means they have to win one of these four or two of these four toss-up races. Yeah, definitely two. And I think honestly, Colorado—I think is there's, Colorado is, is possible. <laughs> uh, I think you got to feel like Georgia or Kansas is going to come through, you hope. J- j- just because of the fundamentals. Now is Virginia them. solidly Democrat? Virginia's solidly going to yeah. the Democrat? Yeah, Warner. I think that's that's the Warner race. Yeah, he's um, he's up. Let's see if I can find Mark you. Warner. Sucks. <laughs> They're going to vote for him again. Yeah, I, I just, uh, its unbelievable. It's inconceivable. Some of these should be s- solidly Republican states. North Carolina should be solidly Republican. Uh, Virginia should be solidly Republican. Yeah, those states are. Colorado should be solid. Alaska, Kansas, Georgia—those are all Georgia. states you should be able to count on. Georgia's the shocking. One. Georgia for sure. Now they've had be a lot Republican. of growth in Atlanta, and and it, and it's made it's made it into a much more. Um, I don't know, but uh, that's state, the case but everywhere. I mean, even in Texas, you know, h- inner city Houston, mm-hmm. inner city yeah. Dallas. Those are Democrats strongholds. It's just the suburban areas where you're Republican. But in the inner city, same in Atlanta, you're going to have Democrats. Um, so you should be able to overcome that in a state like Georgia. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I can't believe Georgia might go Democrat. That's well- and look, let's be honest about it. If, if, the, if Democrats were doing what they should be doing, they should be up 100 to zero in the Senate. They're just not running on their wonderful accomplishments. All the things they've yeah, done I for know. us. They promised they were going to run on Obamacare. They did. And they should and, have. They, and I don't see, it doesn't seem like they are as mm. much as we initially hoped. Backed a little. Maybe a tad. Let's watch this clip and we'll go to break with this. This is uh, the Obamacare montage I spoke about earlier.
0: But I will tell you this, Mm -hmm. uh, Democrats stand tall in support of the Affordable Care Act. Joe Garcia is working to fix Obamacare. He voted to let you keep your existing health plan and took the White House to task for the disastrous health care
5: website.
2: Democratic candidates will be able to run uh, on Obamacare. As an advantage.
5: It's why she blew the whistle on the disastrous health care website, calling it stunning ineptitude and worked to fix it.
2: All of our candidates are Not able Obamacare. to run on the provisions of Obamacare. I'm fixing it, and that's what my bill does, and I've urged the president
1: to fix it. Senator Landrieu says President Obama needs to stick to his word. The Congress of the United
4: States which wrote the bill, the members which are proud of what they have done, uh, are... Happy to uh, not run away from what we have done.
0: And I'm fighting like hell to fix the health care law so it works for Alaska. I'm Mark Begich. But I will tell you this, uh, Democrats stand tall in support of the Affordable Care Act.
1: Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Yeah, an issue, Jeffy. What's the problem over there? What's your problem? I'm st- I'm still
0: your head shaking. I'm shocked. That yeah, P, that's I, a- I don't know. think he wants to talk about it. I that. know he doesn't, but I'm still shocked. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's all. I know we're not going to share it on television because he doesn't want to talk about it, but it's, it's shocking.
1: I don't know why. It's not, uh, it's not a terrible thing. He has requested thing. that. I think we should respect it. I don't think so. He has some things in his personal life that he, he's working <laughs> through. Is it, would you say that's fair? He's working I'd, through I'd things said. in his personal yes, life. Yes, he's, he's working through things in his personal life. One... Is he has the heartbreak of psoriasis? <laughs> All right. Well, and combination skin. And combination skin. Mm-hmm. Part oily, part dry. <laughs> That's terrible. What do you do? What do you do? Because <laughs> you moisturize or not? Because it's part <laughs> right. oily, part dry. I'll right. tell you. I'll tell you what I would do. It's toe tough, juice. T- not a not a commercial. Toe juice. Is toe good. juice. Yeah. Yeah, for combination skin, very good. Right. Oh yeah. my God. Keith, you got, a, you got an issue Get with this? toe juice. I about toe, toe, juice. toe juice problem. I will hook you up with toe juice. What Press do you need? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Did you want to talk about the other problem you have? No, nah, I'm good. No, you're good. Okay. Why did you come back? Do you, do you have a problem if we talk about it? Yes, he yeah. does.
4: In very generic terms? Go ahead. In generic terms? I
1: don't know what that means. I, mean, I don't want to walk know over anything. How generic we can be. We, okay, I'll just put it as generically as possible. He's having some personal identity issues. Mm hmm. That's what I would say. He's struggling with who he is. Is, <laughs> is that, is that yeah, fair? I think that's, that's fair. That's generic, right? That's fair, right, Keith? Think, yeah, it's fair. Can't he says tell it's, fair. it's fair. Who he really is inside? Yeah. Uh, that's maybe how I would put it. Mm-hmm. I, it's hard to.
0: The personal issues are, you know, dealing with <laughs> family members,
1: trying mm-hmm. to work it all out. Mm-hmm. No, is okay. that too far? It, maybe? No. You know. No. That's no. not too far. Mm. It's not far enough. Thank you, Keith. Thank Appreciate you, Keith. that. 888727 mm-hmm. Beck. All right, from BuzzFeed, we've got 10 vintage advertisements. That would be banned today. Every (laughs) once in a while, we find these uh, old ads that are kind of fun because you just could not get away with them in the year 2014. But, you know, in the 1950s, you get away with a lot of things. Uh, Everything like such as this. Dr. Batty's For Your Health asthma cigarettes. (laughs) I am a huge fan of those. Yeah. Asthma cigarettes? Yeah, it yeah. effectively treats asthma, hay fever, foul, foul breath, and all diseases of the throat. Head <laughs> colds, canker sores, and bronchial <laughs> irritations. Not recommended for children under six, though. We're not crazy. Uh, you know, we need to we, we need to be careful here. Yeah, so, four year old cigarettes? Maybe if you're don't under six. smoke. Yeah, but for everybody else, especially for asthma victims. Yeah, big smoking for, is great. It Really helps a lot. It's really great. I wonder what year that was. It's since 1882, but what year was this? Early 1900s, you suppose? Yeah. If they're trying to shop cigarettes as a cure for asthma. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next asthma up. Cigarettes. uh cigarettes. We've never got... heard of that. Uh, where? Oh, jeez. Where will you be when diarrhea comes back? He's in the hot oh, tub with two women. Oh, come on. And that's an Imodium AD commercial. That is pretty recent, too. It looks yeah. like the 70s, maybe? Yeah. Icky. Yeah. That's Well, icky. that's
0: why they're saying you two, need the
1: product. Two hot chicks, one on either side of him in a hot tub, and that's where his diarrhea is coming back. Wow. Judging by his face. That's not, that's not pleasant. <laughs> Come on. That's not pleasant. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, she can have a, a tummy and still look yummy. If your daughter is on the plump side, <laughs> she can and should look as pretty as her slim friends, and she will if you dress her in chubets. Yes. Chubbets. Send her back to school in the slenderizing magic yes. of a Chubette wardrobe: dresses, skirts, yes, blouses, Chubbett. and slacks, cleverly, cleverly designed to minimize extra pounds for your fat kid. The, the last part is an No, your fat kid. kid <laughs> uh, Chubbt's fashion designed to make girls. Uh, look slimmer. So it sounds like that's a girdle built into a skirt sort of thing. That's right? no, that's, a skirtle? Well. A skirtle. Yes, a skirtle. So that, uh, that is? You know, it's
0: fat girl clothes. I yeah. mean, that's, I, I can mm-hmm. relate. I mean, I did of not wear chubettes, Uh-huh. But, uh. What you did know, you wear, Jeffy? Uh, we, I had to shop with the husky section. Mm-hmm. The husky um, was, uh. husky was, the fat guy kid section.
1: Mm. Is that what it is? Husky is the fat guy kid. The brawny section? A little brawny, uh, are you? Okay. Mm. Okay. A little brawny. A little brawny. All, right. All right, what else we have? But
0: the one thing that the Chubbettes had that the Huskies didn't have was the slenderization. So maybe it was the mm. Well, that's the, the thing. Girdle. I guess these are, I mean, would
1: you say ones. the modern-day equivalent is spanks? Are, are Spanx? Yeah, I mean, isn't that the, the thing where, like, you wear them, and they're, like, really tight, and they suck your gut in if you're a girl? No, they kind of can make you a little more trim. Is and that what those modern, things are called? modern girl. Yes, yeah, that is what they're called. Yeah. I don't know. Here's uh, Tracy Harper may not care if fashionable chubby sizes are hard to find. But her mother does. Because her kid looks fat and her mother is concerned about it. (laughs) Uh, She doesn't want to be seen with a fat kid. And... So does Sears. That's right. Sears cares too. Sears cares enough to make uh, something to have fit fat in.
0: people sections. I don't know why this is bad.
1: Young sizes and you find flattering new looks. Eh, it doesn't look like there's anything too controversial in there. Our kids' clothes are made for mothers because the mother doesn't have to be embarrassed by some fat kid. some fat kid. Yeah, and then look, no one wants to to be embarrassed by a fat kid. No, uh, and we've all learned <laughs> that apparently. <No>. Uh, right. <laughs> next up, Buzzfeed <laughs> list of. Uh, Uh, Vintage advertisements that would be banned today. Oh, boy. Uh, This woman has a gun to her head. And it says, just one minute, young lady. Try not to kill yourself so fast. It says, uh, we've overheard that complaint. If my hair looks like a mess, one more night, I'll kill myself. So she's got a gun. She has a gun to her head. She's got poison in the other hand. And she has a noose around her neck. Yeah. So she's got three different methods of uh, taking herself, her life. And, uh, and fortunately, there's uh, a hair care product that can fix that. And yeah, I like, because, uh, Pat, how many times? We've overheard this complaint so many times. If my hair looks like a mess one more day, I'll kill myself. I mean, oh, every over, one over, of over our wives has, has said that yeah. uh, over and over <laughs> again. Uh, yeah, it's an uh, interesting uh, advertisement. In fact, didn't two of your first three uh, wives take, take their lives because of their hair care product?
0: Jeffy? I don't like to talk about it. I know, I'm okay. sorry.
1: I shouldn't have brought that up. All right, is that it? No. Okay, uh, Jell-O. Jell-O is the gay dessert. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. It's the gaiety of Jell-O's 11 sparkling fruit, fresh flavors that appeals to the nursery crowd, grown-ups, uh-huh. too. You and Jell-O can make so many lighthearted, pretty desserts so easily. Go gay with <laughs> Jell-O today. There's always room for Jell-O. <laughs> That's amazing. Go gay with Jell-O, jello today. today. And then there's Betty's gay with doll. Mm-hmm. Now, why would these be offensive today? I would think it's actually offensive and wrong to criticize them for saying you'd be gay with doll. That's an excellent point. Steve. I think, uh, excellent, what, you know, excellent and what kind point. of gender um, e- uh, equality... Are we missing out on here? Um, I don't. I don't like when people define themselves with genders. I, it, it's offensive. Offensive to me. That's why we talk Maybe about. Maybe that's this. why this ad is offensive oh, because okay. this seems to be a girl, oh and uh, we can't have that. Uh, now we have cricketer. Cricketeer presents 23 ways to avoid marrying the girl. So sometimes these, these women <laughs> they just insist on marrying. That's all they want to do. So how do you get away you. with it? Um, uh, at a really passionate moment, call her mommy. Okay. Uh, Tell her you owe $83,000, but uh, with her help, you know you'll work it out somehow, someday. Tell her your favorite author is the Marquis de Sade. That's a good idea. Uh, (laughs) Give her the gift of a mouthwash. (laughs) Say that while your mother and father are first cousins, you're perfectly okay. (laughs) That's odd. Make a pass at her mother. Her father? Jeez. Okay, yeah, that, one's, uh, that right. one's fairly offensive. Anymore? I think we get the idea there. And how mother and baby picked up. A case of Blatt's beer in your home means much to the young mother, and obviously, baby participates in its benefits. The malt in the beer supplies nourishing qualities that are essential at this time, and the hops act as an appetizing, stimulating tonic. You've got to be kidding me! So she's, so she's breastfeeding the beer, and the baby's getting the benefits of the beer. She's getting hammered wow. uh, through the breast milk. That's, That's great, awesome. All right, we got one more, mm, and, uh, and it is this. yeah, she looks even better uh, when she's walking towards you and she drinks some John Walker, red. Think about it. Well, because you're drunk and you don't see how really unattractive she is. She looks even better when she's walking towards you, and she drinks. Oh, she drinks, not you. So what does that mean? She's she's hammered. So I don't. I I don't really understand. Okay, so she's walking Walking. away. She looks even better when she's walking walking towards. So they're just looking at her butt. No, she's walking, walking toward them. you, so you're looking at her face, right? Yes. She's walking toward you, unless she's walking But it backward. says she looks even better. So, yeah. like, so because th- could, you could take that as she, wa- she, like, hey, you're looking at her, and you like the way she looks walking away. Well, she looks even better when she's walking towards you, and she drinks Johnny Walker red. Yeah, I don't get it. Triple Eight Seven Two Seven. 727 More pens. Just coming up. You know what? Just drink the Johnny Walker. Just, red just you you get up. hammered. They all look just good. Just get drunk. That's the way it works. Whatever. And then breastfeed. That's and then the breast breastfeed your children without really the home. You please, with alcohol. Right please, please, people. Yeah. It's a, the it's hot's a, it's the a dental farm. tonic. Really good for them. Put them right to sleep. Ah, so we We kind of talked about this a little bit yesterday, it may have been off the air, about this new technology, it comes from iStrategy Labs, it's a DC-based creative agency, and this is, uh, it's technology that kind of lets you control your smartphone with your feet in some interesting ways, watch this.
6: Meet Dorothy, the latest development in wearable technology, connecting your shoes to your phone. Dorothy is comprised of a mobile application that syncs with a Ruby, a small Bluetooth-enabled microcontroller powered by a light blue beam. Going on a first date? Select Receive a Call, create a fake contact, and slip the Ruby in your shoe. Now, when things get unbearable, click your heels together three times and answer that pressing phone call from your boss. Oh, sorry, my boss is calling. I've got to take this.
0: Oh, I'll, uh, I'll see you on Tinder. Yeah. I love
6: you. But Dorothy isn't just limited to a single-use case. Want to let your friends know where you are? Simply choose Text3Friends and select three buddies from your contact list. Clicking your heels together three times sends a brief message broadcasting your current location, letting your friends know exactly where you are. We're already refining our prototype to ensure the Ruby has a sleek, compact enclosure which will allow it to securely and discreetly fasten to almost any shoe. What else can Dorothy do? Summon an Uber. Order a pizza. We are hard at work exploring the depths of the if Thanks. this, then that universe so that the dreams we dare to dream really do come true.
1: Were you completely uninterested in that until the yeah. pizza thing? Yeah. <laughs> I was completely <laughs> uninterested in that until right now. Yeah. Where I'm still completely uninterested. Where's the pizza, though? That. That's, a that's a good question, question that they brought really up and, and it's not been answered. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, that that's does. Completely I useless technology. Completely useless to me. So instead of taking something out of your pocket and pressing a button, you click your heels together? Yeah. Dumb. So what? Like you're going to wear that on your shoes too? No. Nobody's going to. Right? We hide them. I mean, is that useful to anyone? I don't think. I mean, if your life is so, I I don't even know what the word is. I was going to say pathetic, but I don't even Mm -hmm. know if that's the case. That you have to get out of dates by faking phone calls to yourself? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, just mm. get up and walk away. Yeah, I, really? Mm. I mean, I know I Hold on, I have to take this call. I mean, it was on silent anyway. It was on uh, that vibrate. vibrate. Yeah. So like I <laughs> <laughs> I mean, set an alarm for yourself. I don't know. It just seems silly. There's it probably does. an app that just does that, I bet you. I bet there's already you know, 25 so apps in the app store that just will fake calls to you if you want. I mean, it yeah. just seems uh, it just seems silly. Uh, from Mental Floss, there's 11 of the. Here are 11 of the world's uh, creepiest places. Just in case you want to try something for Halloween. Oh, nice. uh, at number one, we've got the Bone Church of Kutná in the Czech Republic. This is a uh, a bone church. <laughs> it's an actual <laughs> church made of bones. made of bones. Mm-hmm. That is really creepy. In the 13th century, an abbot. Uh, brought sand from jerusalem back to bohemia and sprinkled it over the monastery's graveyard suddenly everyone wanted to be buried there and it wasn't long before the before space ran out for centuries monks collected and stored human remains until a local woodcarver was hired to get creative with the surplus skeletons using the bones of some forty thousand people he created wall art columns and even a chandelier made with every bone in the human body Today, you can visit the church, marble at the morbid creativity of its contents and use extensive and the extensive uses of the human body. It uh, is uh, definitely a creepy place. Yeah. How about the San Franciscan uh, Monastery? This is uh, this is pretty creepy. Lots of bones. Uh, in Peru. Mm-hmm. It's in Peru. Uh, yeah, it's not actually in San Francisco. Uh, Beneath uh, the impressive monastery lie a series of narrow catacombs where you'll find uh, geometrically arranged skeletons of nice. some 25,000 people. Yikes. and it was built to withstand earthquakes. Uh, wow. So the air is dense and it's lit with a distinct atmosphere of spookiness, according to Mental Plus. Uh, Which I don't know, if, I, don't, I, don't know yeah. that I don't know what that is, exactly, but it looks pretty creepy. It does doesn't it? Uh, I'm going to say no to that. Mm-hmm. Then there's uh, Pere Lachaise, France. Old graveyards and cemeteries are creepy at the best of times. Père Lachaise uh, gets bonus points for its long history. The deathly clutter of mausoleums, the gothic architecture, and occasional weirdness, like spooky graffiti, burnt offerings, or awful angsty poetry visitors leave to honor, oh, this is where Jim Morrison is buried, and Oscar Wilde. And so people show up and uh, do weird things at the uh, Jim Morrison gravesite. I don't know why. Just one of those things. Yeah, I guess. Uh, this is the creep- list of creepiest places. Uh, this one is unbelievable to me. It's one of those things that I can't believe actually exists. The Paris Catacombs. You may have mm-hmm. heard of them before. Mm-hmm. But uh, they, they it's still unbelievable. It's a limestone area uh, snaking beneath the cities. This is under Paris, <laughs> where it's just piled with dead body bones. And it is... Think of how many people here for a second. Six million people are buried down here under the city, and you could. uh, There's a movie that just came out. As as above, so below. As above, so below. Yeah, it it. just came out. It was about like some creepy things happening down in the catacombs to these people, Um, and you know, I don't know if it was any good, but it's it's a really creepy setting. I mean, six million people are down there. It's like a giant grave under the city. Weird, really strange. Why? Yeah, I don't know. Why? is not weird six million people that's that is that's definitely creepy um also the killing fields of cambodia mm. uh nothing makes your hair stand up your throat parch, your nerves collapse and your faith in humanity shatter like the physical sight of genocide uh and yet places like cambodia's killing fields auschwitz and the uh kigali genocide memorial center in rwanda are vital to understand the horrors of the past and make sure they never happen again um so apparently people visit the killing fields. I mean I we we know people go to Auschwitz and and remember them there, but I didn't realize that it- Killing Fields were a big yeah. uh, tourist uh, place. And, and, you know, mine hasn't I'll, been on my list mm, in a number no, of years. Uh-huh. minor point here, uh, mm. you know, Mental Fluss is not a uh, right-wing or left-wing magazine. That's not what they do. But I will say, when you point out um, that it's, um, it's important to understand the horrors of the past, and yet nowhere in here is the word communism, which is the reason right. why the Killing yeah. Fields exist, it would be nice to include that, because that is why it happened. Uh, and it is the co- co- cause yeah. of it. And also, you know, the whole thing about saying, oh, we just going we're going to leave Vietnam. We, you know, we want to get out of there. That's all fine. Uh, but realize that this was also what the, you know, the result of that. Uh, mm-hmm. uh
0: Those and people would have gotten it right and understood exactly what was going on. It would have been better, right?
1: Well, that, that's what they're trying to do now. They're trying to get communism right. right. And, uh. If we could just get it down this time, everything would be great and no one would get hurt. (laughs) Right. It'll be fine. Uh, Transylvania is the next one on the list of the creepiest places. It's Halloween week. It's a cool thing to do. You've got uh, some people think that Dracula um, uh, was based on Vlad the Impaler, who was a ruthless leader who enjoyed the sight of his Turkish enemies being skewered. Dracula's castle is in Romania, Mm -hmm. but it is a renowned uh, hokey tourist joint. Um, So you got that. Now, the next one is, is, of course, interesting, particularly to me here, Pat. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mayan ruins in Belize. And it's just because the word Belize is in it. And, uh, <laughs> I feel like I should be the spokesperson for this one, uh, even though I know very little about did it. Did you go there? Uh, no, I did not, actually. We, I didn't do too much of the sightseeing when I was down there, actually. Um, you know, there, there are a lot of cool... I mean, Belize is a really cool place to visit, as, you, as I actually have been. You realize they had Mayan ruins there. Yeah, they do have That's Mayan ruins cool. there. It's a really, it's a really interesting... Area And it's like you fly over it and you just realize there's so much undiscovered land there. I mean, there's so much where people just don't disturb very often. Mm-hmm. It's a very cool area. And they do have Mayan ruins, so go down and check it out. Then also there's uh, Chernobyl in, uh, Whoa, in Ukraine. this is this. Is, this Quarter is. century later, so it's, it's 25 years later. Mm-hmm. The city is a post-apocalyptic nuclear nightmare. Dead silence, school books flapping in the wind, buildings cracking with time. Uh, Since everything inside the uh, 30-kilometer zone of alienation is considered a nuclear waste, there they will remain forever, including this haunting doll. (laughs) <laughs> One of many to be found in an eerily silent school. Yeah. Look at that. I have said this before. I this oh, is a man. place I want to go before I die. I I really want to go see it. Doesn't
0: that. talk about the field of bones from dead bodies
1: all. No, way. All, the millions, all the millions all the millions dead. There's it doesn't talk it doesn't about, about that. It doesn't talk about that. They don't mention that. Millions, of less of millions Less than 60 people less died. Less than 60 people died. Less than 60 million. They less than 60. Bones. Almost yeah, all of 60 a, million people dead. 60 people. 60 people. 60 nuclear melts. Less than uh, so, and again, uh, well, uh, nuclear physicists believe it was actually a mistake to evacuate the area. They, they, they say that, look, there was there an increased risk, but mm-hmm. it was, yes, but there should have been, uh, it should have just been handed to people to make their own decisions. Yeah. Um, and these people, you know, left. It, there, there's great, if you're into this sort of stuff, which, which is this, uh, this segment, um, there's a, if you're on Netflix, there's a great series, I think it's called um, Our Forgotten Planet, I think it's called, and it's, it, it's basically they take you to all these abandoned areas. It, the first episode has Chernobyl in it, and, and uh, there's, an, there's, a, you know, there's a lot of them in America as well. Did they but, go with protective uh, gear? Uh, no. They don't really you know. What about the deadly radi- radiation that still irradiates the area? It, it really doesn't. Um, I mean, there's elevated, but there's actually higher levels in other places of the world that have what not about, What about disasters. incinerating as soon as you step out of a car? That doesn't that? happen. That doesn't occur. That does mm-hmm. not occur. That's not what. What about the dead bodies everywhere? Step the, it over. There are no dead bodies. Uh, they climbing the piles of bodies. What about that? I mean, there are cemeteries there where people yeah. have died. But mm-hmm. that, that has nothing the to do. The buried because everybody left. Oh, so no, they're all they're, they're so all so just dead. buried in caskets. So huh? So, <laughs> uh, the uh, Kataragama festival. Have you heard this in Sir- uh, Sri Lanka?
3: um a colorful
1: peaceful and inspiring celebration of faith mm-hmm. uh, mm. nevertheless uh, mental floss stumbled upon a spectacle soaked in blood and wide-eyed fear that's beautiful uh, holy men gathered in a circle and to demonstrate the intensity and extent of their faith proceeded to stab themselves with knives and spears mm. i okay. feel like if my religion is telling me to stab myself with a knife or a spear no. i'm gonna mm. i'm gonna convert I'm gonna to something no. else uh, just my own yeah. Look at the guy in the right hand there, who's, who's apparently listening to all this and watching on in horror. Yeah, eerily. Really- <laughs> He's like, "What the? Heck? Um, if uh, if you're go, if you're planning a quick trip to Zanzibar anytime soon, which you know, from who isn't? Wait, uh, is this? Uh, there's a, a tour guide. I would love to take us there. Yeah, um, from uh, yes. <laughs> what is it? Uh, from uh, Something oh yeah, Zanzibar. From, uh, what that's is right. Yeah, that's the guy, right? Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that is our guy from the Al-Qaeda. Oh, yeah. Uh, Get on the American. Uh, yes. 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 Uh, we played that clip about 550,000 times. So if you're going to Zanzibar, <laughs> uh, you want to visit Stonetown. By, uh, by day, Stonetown feels wonderfully exotic. Maze of narrow alleys, mosques, beautifully carved, large wooden doors. There's a glorious sense of uh, Persian, African, Indian, and European history. A city scrubbed in the fortunes of the wealthy Sultan of Oman, but at nightfall, you really feel the dark seedy past when the city functioned as a sordid center of slaving, piracy and smuggling, mm. blackened buildings, cracked cobblestone, darting shadows in the of Valleys. Uh, spooks even the most skeptical imagination. So that sounds kind of fun. And Lalibela in Ethiopia, built around uh, the 12th and 13th century, Mm -hmm. the churches have been painstakingly carved top-down into red volcanic rock. Uh, That's pretty cool. Uh, 11 rock churches are dark, musty, and not the kind of place you'd want to be locked up for a night because of the, you know, mummified corpses. Ah. So there you go, Mental Floss. Uh, we'll, we'll tweet out a link to this uh, from at Stew, so you can check out uh, the fine work they did there. Triple eight seven two seven back. There's more Patent Stew. that's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, darn it. Man, I just hate when they, 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 they come back from the commercials. Like, why well, don't just keep the commercials on, you know? Right. We're learning about new products right? and stuff. It's just like, keep going with that. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they come back and talk all the time. It's like, oh, shit. Uh, oh. oh. F yeah. one to Zanzibar. Zanzibar. That's where Zanzibar is. Yeah, it's close to F one stand. <laughs> Zanzibar. Should so much as even one of your American soldiers do what we said not to do, we'll give them such a hit, the children will be born dizzy. That's what will happen. We don't want your hairdressers over here. We, we don't do want your attachés, stylists. <laughs> No attachés either. No. no, none of the. That. <laughs> so that's what's happening with Godon the American. So a guy named Cliff Dickens has uh, decided to come up with honest brand slogans. Everyone has a slogan. I mean, I think ours is pretty honest. Patents do. More is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we're sorry, but that's what you know. That's as good as yeah. we can do is promise right. you that there's more coming, and that's we exactly can't right. really do anything to stop it. Mm-hmm. If we could, we wouldn't be doing it. Um, to be perfectly honest with you um so uh, th- this guy came up with slogans to some products you probably would recognize, and maybe more honest ones than they actually have yeah Ikea we throw in extra parts just to mess with you is that true i don't i don't know <laughs> I will say that I used to be a guy who we used, i used to we'd go to Ikea you know regularly and I would take all the furniture and actually make it myself and then mm-hmm. one day I was just sitting on my um uh my like a den or you know a family room sort of area and I was kind of watching TV and building one of these pieces of furniture and it was taking me all freaking day and I'm like yeah, it does. what I the hell it. am I doing with my life? Right. Why?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Why am I doing this? If, if exactly. I paid the extra thirty dollars for this guy to come in here and do it himself. Yes. He would do it in eight seconds, it would yes. be better, and I wouldn't ruin my day. Yes. And since then I haven't built anything. Yes. <laughs> sometimes uh, it takes a moment. That's a pivot point as well. <laughs> I may be alone on this. I hate Ikea. I don't like it. I I do. I I do like it. I like their furniture. I don't like to shop there. I don't like Ikea. Wow. But where else can you go to a furniture store and get Mm -hmm. Swedish meatballs? Not a lot of places. No, uh, Ethan Allen does not feature Swedish Swedish. No, they, no, they just have regular yeah. meatballs, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, WebMD, uh, new slogan for them, uh, convince yourself you have a terminal illness, which is what pretty much you do on WebMD. Because they, I swear, WebMD just feels like they have to include every side effect that's possible because they don't want to get sued. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then you go through there and, like, a, f- a fever, well, I have Ebola. You know, uh, a headache, I have cancer. <laughs> it's like you automatically go that way. Yes. Uh, lay's potato chips, uh, flavored air. Which, by the way, I'm totally fine with. I don't care if it's flavored air. It's good. It's good flavored air. Flavored air. It's kind of weird. What are you talking about? It's got potatoes. In it. it does. <laughs> oh, yeah. he's, he's just pissed that the bag isn't full. Gillette. We're just going to keep adding more blades. <laughs> I like that. It does seem like that. Because what are their 19 now in their yeah. latest one, we've 19. got 19 blades because mm-hmm. the first 18 are no good. <laughs> so we added it. Why don't you just have one good one that cuts the... <laughs> just point. me? Just have one good one. Yeah. If the first 18 can't do the job... Is that nineteenth one really gonna? Well, they keep the first eighteen dull for you. Okay. They, they, only the nineteenth is actually sharpened, which is nice. It's a nice policy. This is something you probably don't know because I didn't know it until recently, but it's actually true. Fruit Loops are all the same flavor. I did know that. That is weird. I, and I and you sit there and you eat them true? and you're like, is that? Wait a minute, they taste the same. And it's I true. I think it is true. It yeah, is I true. Yeah, is. they're all the same flavor. They just look different. because there's a different food coloring a different, on. Bad fo- food coloring. Is have yeah. another uh, food-related item that I'm I heard not recently? I'm a huge Froot loop like Loops fan. Are you? see, yeah, I like fruit. Loops. You, I'm you a, fan. Fruit Loops. a fan of Fruit Loops. Jeffy? Oh, Jeffy? oh, please. You've eaten a few Fruit Loops That's, in your day. Yes. That's the only kind of fruit uh, Jeff eats. Yeah. Okay. Is the loop variety. All right. All uh, right. Let's <laughs> go fruit. to Twister. Leave me alone. Okay, Get off me. Twister, spin your way to second base. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what he's doing there. Yeah. Apparently. Okay. Yeah. Love that guy. Uh, and any more? Right. Let's see. Ooh, Maybelline. Maybe it's Photoshop. That's, uh, that's yeah. good, that's <laughs> good, that's good, that's good, uh bic, you probably didn't buy it I, well,
3: <laughs> I don't
1: because you you accidentally stole it from mm. somewhere. ah, yeah. oh, here's a good one. Comcast, just try leaving us that's a great one. Mm. That should be their slogan, <laughs> really because you won't be successful. A hamburger helper, mom's tired. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I will say, hamburger helper is a. Uh, my dad used to make hamburger helper every Tuesday night because my mom had a class or something back mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Look forward to. And that's it, That's all too, I think too. about it. Yeah, oh, I loved it. I feel oh, you like hamburger, hamburger helper? helper. Oh, yeah. back in the day, I haven't had it in quite some time. I yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while, a while since. I've been mm-hmm. helper, so, all right. Do you have tofu helper? I do have tofu helper. Okay. Uh, it it can't be helped. That's <laughs> that's that's their real slogan. See you tomorrow. That's my slogan.